This is Rogue Leader. All wings report in. Rogue 6, standing by. Rogue 7, standing by. Rogue 9, standing by. Rogue 3, standing by. <laughs> Sometimes a family is a protocol droid, a Wookiee, and a Force-sensitive twins. Dala's <laughs> no good, very bad, leaving the Ma day. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. Emphasis <laughs> on the ass in Ambassador negative. And just like in my fanfic. Oh, hello, listeners. <laughs> Welcome to... Oh, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome to Rogue Padre. Wow. Uh, welcome to season 23, mission five, episode 180 of Rogue Padre. 180, tonight. Jesus Christ. Yeah, tonight we'll be going. Yeah, you over. can do a whole half circle of Rogue Padre episodes. <laughs> the Jedi Academy <laughs> trilogy, book two, Dark Apprentice, chapters 21 through 25 by Kevin J. Anderson. Whew. But before that, Here's a quick reminder of your hosts. If Ash Rogue Nine was a Filipino snack food, they'd be Ooh. banana chips because they're crunchy and good for both humans and dogs. Meg, 10 minutes ago, mm, I need host intros. Meg <laughs> opens drawer, looks down. Ah, that'll do. <laughs> what do I have around me? I got some cracker oh. nuts right here. <laughs> it was either that or like muscles in the, in like the shoulder. <laughs> Girdle. so like we're not thank you save for that going gem for with... next week <laughs> yeah thank you for going with the one you went with yeah. <laughs> i want to know a bustle of the shoulder Seth, girdle Seth, I am. i'm really curious about that okay, okay. Seth, rogue seven would be ensimeda because it's a delicious sweet pastry pastry but there's also cheese in it so it's kind of confusing at first i was very excited oh. you see cheese but i'd try it what kind of cheese it's like a kind of like a, it's a weird cross between like a like a cream cheese, American cheese, and cheddar cheese. What? It's good, I, prom- I promise. Oh, yeah, I trust um, you. I, I'll, I'll try that one day, but that's a weird way to describe yeah, a cheese. We'll, we'll take you to a good Filipino joint for it. Oh, Danny yeah. Rogue Six would be turon, which is a fried banana and jackfruit in like a little pastry roll. And oh, yeah. it's just so many flavors and textures in an unassuming wrapper. But dang, they're so good. There um, are a lot of textures in this unassuming wrapper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Heath Rogue 3 would be Skyflakes because they look like very regular plain crackers, but they're not. They're the best. Aww. Wow. Yeah. That's really cute. Heath won the host intros this week. Yeah. It's Father's <laughs> Day. It's very sweet. <laughs> I, well, I called you a cracker. And then also, <laughs> speaking if of the new balances fit. And I'm Meg Rogue Leader, and I would be Suman, which is a sticky rice cake because it's sweet and soft and loves to be wrapped up tight. But like well, in banana sticky rice cake. Uh, speaking of things that are sweet and soft and love to be wrapped up tight, I have a question about Obi Wan oh, Kenobi. Jesus. Oh, okay, no. all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a wholesome mood, okay? So last episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi, we got an A-plus Leia and Obi-Wan hug. So mm-hmm. I want to know what two Star Wars characters you want to see hug each other. Like, can be from the same time period, different time periods. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, I mean, okay. My- mm. Okay, I am reading, I am reading <laughs> if you're about to say is the answer sword keys and you 
Zorky is in Boba Fett and Seth. Yeah, Zorky is in Safwan. It's not Zorky. Zorky is Zorky. Zorky is in Safwan. I have two answers there, both uh alphabet squadron i'm gonna say rogue squadron jesus christ um one thing is i would love to because i have no mind's eye i would love to see the quell and hear a hug like properly because mm. i can't see it in my head but it's cute um also i think that um kairos and quell should hug <laughs> yeah i think that should of happen. course yeah. yeah my brain has been fully rotted by a certain mutual friend of ours so there's, I cannot think of any answer to this question that doesn't involve one of the parties being Dexter Jetster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but like, he would just be such a good hugger. He's got four arms. It's great hugging. Well, who would you, who, who would be the it's partner? It's two hugs at once. Hug? Uh, the, the huggy would be Momo and Nadon because that's my self-insert in Star Wars. <laughs> I could really go for a Dexter Jetster hug right about now. You know, that's fair. That's fair. Look, we all expected me to do the the self insert. Yeah. But no. Right. Wow. Is Yariel Poof and Yaddle? Just how does it work? I want to know how oh it God. works. Yaddle is like a koala. Yeah, she attaches to the neck. Right? And that that has just, to be how it works. It's just waving around in the council room as she's yeah. attached to the neck. Just Yariel doesn't have to use any arms. It's just gently swaying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's weird. My, my, mine, mine would be Dinjarn and Harrison Dula because I feel like they, they're, they're single parent of Jedi children. <laughs> they can probably yeah. both use a hug. Din, Din could probably very much use a Hera hug. I feel like her hugs are very uh, healing. Yeah, there's a healing property of Harrison Dula hugs. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then the the Leku goes over the shoulders to provide yeah, that you nice pressure. Too. Yeah. Um, so again, kind of hug. like a forearm hug. Do y'all know? Do y'all know the cutest shit in Star Wars that I found out about recently? Like the Leku have like their own language. So, what like, the, the tentacles will like make certain shapes and it means certain things. Well, that's cute. Like Hera. I thought you meant that. The, I thought you meant that. Like the Leku were talking to each other. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're speaking to each other. They, there's three brains in a Twi'lek. Um, yeah. <laughs> Tour in the Leku. No, but like Hera, like will hug Kanan, and the Leku will make like a shape that means like I love you or something. Like a little heart. Oh, that's fucking yeah. cute. That's really fucking cute. cute. Hell, isn't it? That's, that's really cute. cute. I I feel like when she hugged Quell, she was like war criminal, but I'll accept it for now. I'll accept <laughs> it for <laughs> now. <laughs> red flag. Red flag. Red flag. Jeez. Right. <laughs> um. I forever and always just want Baze and Chewer to hug. So, yeah, that's fair. Get on that. Always use more of that. Uh, They won't because they hate me. Um, (laughs) They're just gonna make a spinoff show about Corn Horn. It's okay, make they hate us all apparently. (laughs) God. (sighs) Well, so. Are you ready for, oh, it's going to be four chapters before we get to hugs. So, (laughs) chapter 21, the holographic (laughs) zoo of extinct animals. The kids are really trying. The what zoo of what, what? There's a a vibe there and I'm not sure how I feel about it. It's the holographic zoo. Horror film. It's, it's, It's opening scene of a horror film vibe is what the vibe is there. I love yeah. it. I think it's great. Um, and the kids are really trying Chewbacca and 3PO's patience. But heck, if it's not cute that Chewie has to pause every time he takes two steps and then has to let the kids catch up and then takes two steps and then lets the kids catch up. Oh, so cute. <laughs> <laughs> so big. Uh, so the first... <laughs> The first display they go to is the ten-legged mammoth crabix of calamari. Also, there's mermen. So, <laughs> thanks, Kevin. The real Meg pandering chapter here. Thanks, yeah. Kevin. <laughs> um, and like they, the mermen have like they're like earth mermen with like fish tails, and so I'm wondering if mermen would eventually evolve into the moncala and the quarren because that's the superior genetic makeup for seamen. Um, 
So hopefully, yes. Uh, <laughs> that's all I have. That's all I cared about in this chapter. I'm just no. like, I don't know enough um, to dispute that. So, okay. <laughs> no. I mean, eventually they would uh, turn to crabs, surely. I mean, you would hope. <laughs> I would hope. God, is I- crabs the superior life form? <laughs> yes. Every everything is gonna turn. All animals are gonna. It's colonization. All animals are gonna turn to crabs, and all plants are gonna turn into trees. And like that's that's the ideal. <laughs> yeah, it's just crabs and trees. Crabs and trees. <laughs> you and I see the world very differently, but um. Is that not I think I think I think that's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, cosmization is a legitimate evolutional theory. Crabs. Everything turns into again. Crabs. I don't know enough to dispute that, so I'm just gonna go, okay. It's it's genuine, it's legitimately the thing that crabs have evolved multiple times from different branches of like the animal tree. Same with trees. Like crabs just keep evolving. The ultimate- okay, we we have to move on. The idea oh, of so just gonna be thinking about crabs. Welcome to Crab Podrin. <laughs> uh, the kids get bored very easily, and Chewie thinks that this is all very cheesy anyway, so they end up going into a desert room with a manticore. So I guess that kind of makes Dala's Star Destroyer called Manticore okay, but then does that also imply that there's Gorgons and Basilisks? And Well, we know there's Basilisks. That's not the same. (laughs) (laughs) Surely not the same. (laughs) Listeners, I want you to know that because Danny is at camp, they're having problems with their internet. And I'm sure it's killing them to not be able to weigh in on crabs. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. They can't try and convince me that crabs are bugs again. I wish the problem with this being an audio podcast is you cannot see the face that Danny just made. <laughs> so the, I'm not sure what the vibes tonight are, but they are something. <laughs> they are <They're> sublime. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're piggly wiggly. Um, they're piggly <laughs> wiggly yes, vibes at Rough Hundred. Oh no, we lost again. <laughs> oh boy. Well, oh, but anyway, uh, 3PO's mad at this exhibit because apparently manticores were a proven hoax. So there's that. The twins get extra bored with 3PO and start playing hide and seek. They easily escape their chaperones and end up in an out of service turbo lift. And the only number they recognize is the number one. Uh, so now they're somewhere at least 150 floors below where they're supposed to be. Great. Uh, there's a Bothan nerd working at the museum. That's what we all wanted was a Bothan nerd. Such a fucking nerd. How, like, how is it different from every other Bothan, though? Um, some Bothans are jerks. Uh, okay. And All right. so- <laughs> some are nerds and jerks, but some of them are just jerks. This is just a nerd. <laughs> this bothered the fucking dweeb. <laughs> but like the glasses that they yeah, keep Yeah. Well, yeah. sir, this is a museum. And he's also kind of racist, so it's okay if we don't like I him. I mean, he's a Bothan, so. It's a Bothan. <laughs> Not to be racist, but he's a Bothan. <laughs> he's, being, he's being real racist against Wookiees. Uh, 3PO comes over to try to translate for Chewie. But Chewie ends up shaking the Bothan as they talk, and the Bothan faints before they can get any help. I appreciate Chewie's uh, problem-solving techniques. It's it's the it's what we learned in the last chapter. Uh, not last chapter, last time on Rogue Padron. You just gotta hit it, and then it works. <laughs> Yeah, that also works for people. Mm-hmm. We're setting a, we're setting um, a very that, dangerous That bit of advice is not like, endorsed by the that, that, was, that, was, that was sarcasm for the record. It's fine when you're a Wookiee and you have lost children and there's a fucking Bothan standing in your way. It's only fine if it's a Bothan. <laughs> oh God, we're terrible. All right, so the kids... 
The kids wander around the dilapidated and overgrown foundations of the building and they start reenacting the little lost bantha cub because now they're the little lost bantha cub. But the broken computer terminal and the granite slug and the hawk bat aren't much help. The <laughs> unconscious boffin is left lying inside the web layer of a cannibal arachnid from Duros. Neat. Chewy, what the fuck, man? <laughs> That's so mean. Um, <laughs> I mean, at least it's a cannibal arachnid, so it only eats other arachnids, right? I mean, I don't think... Okay, I don't think cannibals exclusively necessarily eat, like, their own. Well, I don't think it's right? cannibalism otherwise. Like, they're well, not cool shots cannibals because they eat fish. Right, but I mean, like, they could be cannibals, but then they also eat other things. That's true. It just feels no. like the fact that the cannibal like is kind of presented. That doesn't yeah. mean like an exclusive cannibal diet, yeah. right? Yeah. That's probably pretty unhealthy, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. I can't even think about animals. I'm only thinking about serial killers. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm in that same problem, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, That's no, some vegetables too. They eat, they eat more things than that. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, yeah, there are some animals that do cannibalize, and they yeah, do also uh, eat other things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, so, Chewy, fun facts with your favorite podcast, Robot. <laughs> Learning a lot about biology today. <laughs> yep. And Danny can't chip in at all. <laughs> this is truly the worst torture for Danny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Chewie and 3PO are really starting to panic. They end up finding the now-repaired turbo lift the kids went down, and they try to ask the maintenance droid, but doesn't respond because they're not programmed to see anything. The kids run into a very, very old maintenance droid that is replacing burned-out crystal bulbs with more burned-out crystal bulbs. It tells (laughs) Jason and Jaina that home isn't part of its programming and gets back to work. They start to cry, but bolster each other and sit down and rest as they watch the droid restart its crystal bulb replacing rounds. So the children <laughs> have not been kidnapped, but it's still bad. They kidnapped themselves. Yeah. Dala is so very sad because ever since they left the Ma, or really ever since they met Han Solo, Things have been going very, very wrong, <laughs> including yeah, that's how, that's losing right. that's, that's of the whole. Team. That's the whole. That's a subtitle for Star Wars. We met Han Solo, and then things started going very, started very going wrong. Wrong. <laughs> yeah, Darth Vader looked over and saw Han Solo, and everything went wrong from there. No, nope. like the empire. <laughs> Uh, she orders the destroyers to deploy their ties because now she's bent on burning all of the cities on Calamari to the ground. It's a water planet, my girl. She's going to burn them. <laughs> <laughs> but before she can do that, New Republic ships show up more than they can fight. So she promptly resends her orders and they jump to hyperspace in retreat. Coward. Yeah. <laughs> By the time Han and Lando get to Foam Wander City... Akbar, Leia, and Sighal have already left on a rescue mission to the sunken city of Reef Home. He's so dismayed that he's not even enjoying piloting the Falcon. That's how much he loves Leia. God. Uh, they get to Reef Home City and see that it's broken up into a bunch of little pieces, and they land on an intact piece of the outer hull of the city, and Han immediately starts looking for Leia. He wants to hold her as usual, when they were forced apart, he thought of all sorts of things he wanted to say to her, the promises and sweet nothings she, she deserved, though he didn't quite manage to force them through his gruff exterior. Buddy. Okay, Han. Remember He's how you used the gun of command? <laughs> <laughs> He's just bad at emotions. <laughs> That's why he used the gun of command. Yeah. No, he was like, you know what? Then he can use it. He should use it on himself to be like, hey, tell Leia how you really feel and then like shoot himself with it and then he could tell Leia how he really feels. You've just fixed the entire plot of course. I have fixed it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's also some nice 
and by nice, I mean not nice core and racism here. And um, Han sees a wave skimmer. <laughs> what is Bothans? It's okay. What is Corrin? It's not. It's not. They have so many tentacles. <laughs> I thought for my brain is is like it, it's kind of a jumbled mess right now. And I thought you meant corn horn, not Corrin. <laughs> you can't be racist against corn horn because he is a white man from Corellia. It was why he I was the confused. Most, <laughs> he is the most like not minority dude possible. <laughs> He's the most cishet man. He is the most man possible. Cishet white man, yes. So man. Uh, <sighs> Han sees a wave skimmer, and it's Leia and Sighal and Akbar. Leia jumps out of the wave skimmer as Akbar parks it and runs into Han's arms. He asks if Dala did this, and Leia says they have no proof, but obviously yes. Sighal walks through the triage area, pointing out with absolute confidence who will be able to survive or be helped. Han is like, who the fuck is that squiddy angel of death? Leia explains that she's a calamari ambassador and she's force sensitive. And like, hey, let's send her to Luke after this. Trey. No, Leia, bad. No. <laughs> Don't send her to Luke. Han takes a minute to brag that the Falcon his again is his again. And that's so fucking stupid because it's so obviously a ploy by Lando. <laughs> like Lando didn't want this. Yeah. Lando wants his ship back. His nice ship back. His nice ship that he doesn't have constantly repair and also yeah. argue with Han over. God. Dude is not, he's he's not the sharpest tool in the shed, you know? No. And I said that idiom right for once. I'm, doing, did. I'm really good. I'm very, very proud of you. I was so close to not saying that right. <laughs> but how can you get a tongue i was i was walking the tightrope of like what i felt like i should say and what i knew i should say see i feel like you got that one right because it's part of the lyrics to all star by smash mouth yeah that that probably helped it consciously yes (laughs) you start coming and they don't stop coming (laughs) uh akbar climbs out of the wave skimmer and han looks over seeing that he's devastated of fucking course he is look at what just happened (laughs) he had to be saved by you han you asshole (laughs) he hates this we all hate getting saved he's been having he has not been having a good week uh like this was like just the straw that broke camel's back was that han saved him (laughs) i don't i general i don't need your sympathies (laughs) Hug your fucking wife and leave yeah. me alone. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, Han goes over and compliments him on destroying the Star Destroyer. And Leia's like, surely this makes up for Vortex as if that's how it works. That's not how it works, my friend. That's not how it works. No. Akbar admits that Leia's friendly insistence reminded him that he can't hide. Hiding is for others. Action is for himself. Leia assumes this means he's coming back to Coruscant, but like, no, he's going to stay there. He needs to, one, rebuild Calamari, and two, help his people strengthen their defenses because this is the second time in like two years that this has happened. Uh, This time, though, Leia says she understands and calls him just Akbar without the title of Admiral. Han understands what she must be feeling right now. That with Akbar staying on Calamari and Mon Mothra inching closer to death every second, <laughs> Leia is facing all the problems of the New Republic alone. That sucks. Just the sentence Mon Mothra inching closer to death every second. <laughs> I imagine like she's doing the worm. <laughs> the Grim Reaper. We're on one side of the room, Mon Mothra on the other side of the room. crawling away. <laughs> God, we are. He's doing the thing where he like, he casts like the fake fishing line and is like reeling it in, like the dance. We're fucked up tonight. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with us? <laughs> Woo! This getting macabre. We're going to have to put a listener warning on this one. Uh, Listen to warning for what? Weird vibes? Yeah. On this one. (laughs) Listen, this one. This one's a little dark. On this one. (laughs) 
full of dog. Last we had an old, we had a whole episode. Ta- we had a whole episode talking about which Jedi we would eat. <laughs> I thought about that. <laughs> it wasn't just Jedi. <laughs> My bad. (laughs) That was the problem with that sentence. My mistake. Many non Jedi involved. (laughs) Eat, pray, love, okay? Uh, For those glisteners who are new here for some reason, uh, we had an episode where we played like Fuck, Mary, Kill, except it was Eat, Pray, Love. So who would you eat? Who would you pray for? And who would you love? That was a fun time. We should do that again. Yeah, (laughs) we have so many new characters. Yeah, we should do that at the end. Yeah, at the end of this, this like. Yeah, that'll that'll be the break. We should do it again. (laughs) Okay, Kip is sitting in the lecture hall, trying to pretend to listen to. They have a lecture hall now. Yeah, it's they had it before. It's just a supply closet that Luke. (laughs) It's where we met Bimbo Boss. Oh Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's what reminds us of it. Uh, it gets increasingly difficult for Kip to pay attention as his opinion of Skywalker's knowledge dwindled. Christ. And they're listening to another story of how Jedi were heroes, but were also very easily killed. In order for Skywalker, such bitterness, <laughs> to make a group of Jedi who could resist a purge like Order 66, he would have to learn from the dark side. He XR- has learned from the dark side so many times. <laughs> Listen, XR Sensei is teaching Kip about it, and it makes Skywalker and his students look more and more weak. He's been here for what, like three days? <laughs> it's been like two weeks or whatever. <laughs> Speed running the dark side right now. Yeah. Kip fully zones out as the holocron starts talking about how Yoda became a Jedi. <laughs> he doesn't fucking care. He thinks about the great Sith war and how XR Sensei had revitalized the dark side. It built these temples by enslaving the Masasi. And Kip continues to wonder why he's even there. You were a slave, my guy. Yeah. Do you not see how that's bad? (laughs) Uh, Luke is taking a hot minute to relax after lecture and pat himself on the back for how well the praxium is going, despite Gentorus's horrific death. My God, Um, dude. Doesn't he notice like Kip pulling away? Maybe even like the dark side around him? He's got like the, the greatest sick as like haunting him and Luke cannot pick this up. Yeah. And it really shows how completely reasonable it was for like Mace and Yoda and the Jedi Council in the prequels to not notice Papa Palpatine like right there. Because <laughs> what? <laughs> Luke, <laughs> swear to God, you're like, oh, this obsidian temple with this statue of the Sith Lord. It's chill. Don't worry about it, dog. And it's like, worry about it. Luke, Luke. <laughs> you should absolutely be worrying about it. Like there's times worried. where you like, shouldn't be overthinking things and worrying about things this is not one of those times yeah uh tiani pulls out her space lute and starts singing the ballad of nomi sunrider one of the first jedi that's my girl uh luke thought she looked more exotic than beautiful what the i'm gonna kick your ass luke (laughs) more exotic than beautiful yep listeners we should just not use the word exotic anymore. It, yeah, it's no. it's not yeah, necessary. <laughs> Unless we're talking never. about like an animal, don't use that. Yeah, and even then, there are like other you can, words. You can, yeah, while being like, way more precise too. But like <laughs> exotic is not a good word. No, never for people, no. for sure. Never no. for people. Disgusting. <laughs> Um, Tiani was studying interested in, interested in Jedi lore and history before Luke found her. She had less ability than the other students, but she makes up for it in devotion and enthusiasm. And I sure hate how uh, Luke talks about her. And then in I Jedi, how Corin talks about her. <laughs> yeah, nobody's really nice about her. No, they're really objectifying her most of the time. <laughs> 
But, oh, she's not good with lightsaber, but at least she's exotic. At least she's like, at least she's really devoted to the force. She's got those uh, almond-shaped eyes. <laughs> she does so. <laughs> so yeah, I know. <laughs> really fall into all the stereotypes there. Ugh. I'm adopting Tiani's space. There's this sometimes. I'm like kind of, you know sad that I wasn't in the earlier episodes of, of Rogue Quadrant, but then there's sometimes that I'm just like, thank fucking God I wasn't in these earlier episodes. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did manage to skip the worst book possible. Yeah. I dodged two bullets of courtship and I Jedi. <laughs> oh, courtship was the best podcast. ride. Courtship was so much fun. You, you did not. You missed out on courtship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's fine because we're gonna get a Han and Leia bug later this yeah. year. Yeah, we're getting happening. we're getting the spiritual successor soon, culture, right? So. That's happening yeah, yeah, pretty soon. soon. Yeah, like September or something. I don't know. Uh, I can't wait to be my full feral Han and sh- uh, Han and Leia shipping self on this podcast. Great, oh, I'm yeah. gonna be Ewoks. Um, Kip gets there's mad. a little something for everyone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kip gets mad about the ballad, saying that she's spreading fake news because Nomi was a victim who didn't understand she was why she was fighting in the Sith Wars and didn't know they were all just ganging up on Exar Kun, <laughs> who didn't do anything <laughs> wrong, actually. Or just ganging up on the massive Sith Lord, who never did anything wrong in his life. Except ever, fucking ever. Sith Lord. The murdering and the enslavement and all like, of that. The thing is, like, even the Sith Lords accept they're evil. They know they're evil and do bad things. You can't be like, actually... Actually, the Sith Lord never did anything wrong in his life. He was such a good guy. And the Sith Lord's like, no, I wasn't. <laughs> no. I was not a good guy. I was a Dumbass. Sith Lord. No, I killed you know, lots Do you know people. what the Sith are? <laughs> you, know, you know what the Sith are, right? Like, I'm training you to become one. Yeah, it's bad, dog. <laughs> do, do, you, do you understand the assignment here? <laughs> did, did anybody tell you what I did to Gantoris? <laughs> no, nobody did. No one talks about it and it infuriates me. (laughs) Uh, Tioni gets upset, but not because of his tone or his general assholeness, but because she's been researching Nomi's history for weeks. And if he had additional information, he should have told her. (laughs) I mean, clearly he doesn't. No. He's just making shit up. Yeah, it's inaccurate. It's an unreliable narrator. (laughs) Exarchu. Extremely biased source. (laughs) Luke comes over and asks where Kip learned this. Kip ignores him completely. And he says that maybe if the Jedi learned from Exar Kun, they wouldn't have all been slaughtered when Vader came for them, which is fucking bullshit. Yeah, I mean, there's the whole rule of two thing going on that, you know. And it's also just really mean, Kip. I knew yeah, that people, I knew that is people he victim hated, blaming? He's victim blaming. Yes. I knew that people hated Kip Duran. Um, and I couldn't remember why. And then I read this book and was like, oh. It's this book. Yeah. Um, it's this <laughs> yeah, book I and was... next book. And then him hitting on Jaina when he's fully twice her age. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, I see what people don't like Kip. Like in the first book, I was like, I've been dead to him. I don't yeah, care. Now I'm correct. like, no, I get it. I get yeah, it. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, this is some, right now. What the? This is some character assassination yeah, happening ew, for his was, own character. This is a bait and switch for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Luke asks again where he learned this, and Kip finally answers and says, you're not the only one who can use the holocron. Before Luke can probe more, because he doesn't believe Kip, R2 comes in and says a ship is landing that he can't recognize. They're all awfully chill about this, as if there's no danger in being the group of Force-sensitive people in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) They all go out, they all go out to the landing pad, and it's Mara <laughs> Jade in a silvery suit hugging her curves, I guess. Great. Thanks. Yeah. Evan J. Anderson. Yeah, thanks, Kev. Thanks for before. Just... Thanks for before, but not really thanks for now. <laughs> he, you know, we win some, we lose some with this it's man. True. It's true. It's very true. Yeah. Uh, where are we? Uh, she looks at Luke friendly enough and asks if she has to call him Master Skywalker. No, because she tops. 
that's my answer to that. She's there to learn about her force powers. She even brought her own Jedi robe, which is very cute, actually. <laughs> that is extremely cute, yeah. But listen, Mara Jade is a great character. Yeah. She just got a lot of the Legends bullshit later on. She got a lot of dudes writing her is, yeah. is the problem, you know? I feel like that's from with a lot of Star Wars characters. It's the problem with Leia in Legends, for sure. <laughs> oh, boy. Also Mirax. Oh, also yep. Winter. <laughs> yep. Also. Also, also i mean winter has been the great in this so far because yeah. all she's done has been hot for akbar so i can yeah really, janison's no you can't knows mess what we that want. up really <laughs> yeah Oof. um so uh they have a feast that night and mara tells luke that things are much worse out there and he says that they're starved for news how how like they have the holonet it exists this is like yavin 4 it's not i think he's cut them off from the holonet because that's good learning it's not good learning and also he has ships and power and we know he has a like a comm station and so he doesn't get news (laughs) he's trying to bring back the jedi for the new republic and he doesn't get the news (laughs) he's scared that they'll start googling for like jedi porn (laughs) that just seems like something that luke would be scared about they're searching the tags on ao3 for improper use of the floor (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what he's worried about he saw that in the history was like okay i'm cutting off all the internet the internet's gone they're not even using incognito windows jesus no i mean nobody's taught them to no like where's dorsky to one gonna learn about incognito (laughs) everyone shares a brain We broke Sorry, back. First <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I am just now thinking about the implications <laughs> of like brain sharing and being like, do you all like the same things? Like, <laughs> I think they do. That's the point. Dual Skate One doesn't. That's the point. <laughs> do they all just like watch like communal porn then? If they share Probably. a brain? like one door skating one watching porn mean all of them do- <laughs> <laughs> these are questions these books are not gonna answer now i broke meg <laughs> i feel like i need to make something clear there are not 81 dorsks all at the same time <laughs> This, this is the. I wasn't implying that. I just didn't know what the race was called. So they're all door scanny ones. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, my problem too. Is I don't know what they're called. Yeah, I, there's only eighty-one. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> so Mara tells him about Dala and how she's been hitting supply ships and destroyed the colony on Dantooine. R.I.P. Wharton, and it's been weeks since Cantoris died and he just now like didn't think to reach out to the colonists with the sad news of Cantoris's passing like he god and Mara's like don't you have someone from that colony and he's like not anymore (laughs) (laughs) don't worry about it he's gone now yeah and he says that Cantoris died because he wasn't prepared for the powers that he tried to use Jesus Christ. And Mara is correctly sus. She's like, what the fuck is happening here? And Mara turns up, finds out they don't have the internet. Like, one guy is gone for some reason. Dead. Um, <laughs> he's dead. For some reason, Luke didn't reach out to his people who were dead, and he also right. didn't know that. Luke like, cut him off from the news. <laughs> like, like all of the students are spread out on this like platform and kip Duron's just like in the corner like hunched over this fucking like sith lord ghost hanging right. over him god <laughs> oh. Skitty one crying miserably because his best friends did right <laughs> we were supposed to ride it together <laughs> uh she goes on to tell them about calamari and the countless thousands dead uh, Kip butts in from the far end of the table saying that he should have sacrificed himself while he was a prisoner on the Gorgon. Yeah, he should have. 
<laughs> they wasted their <laughs> opportunity when they had the sun crusher incorrect and they shouldn't have Oof. thrown it into the gas giant also incorrect they should have his idea yes <laughs> <laughs> it was it wasn't his idea but he was supportive of getting rid of the sun crusher oh yeah that's right it wasn't yeah, yeah it was Qui- um Quizux's idea I feel like it would have saved us. I feel like it would save us a lot of trouble if he had sacrificed himself on the Gorgon. Yeah. It would have yeah. saved a lot of people their trouble. <laughs> like, uh, I don't even know all the troubles he causes yet, but I feel like that would have saved us a lot. Right. Luke tries to tell him to calm down, but Kip will not. He yells <laughs> your at your room. <laughs> Kip, calm down time. Yeah. Go in the corner, Kip. <laughs> He yells at all of them about their inaction, about how it doesn't matter if they hone their abilities of lifting rocks or sensing animals out in the jungle, if they can't help the New Republic when they need it now. You've okay, been at Jedi camp there. for like two days. <laughs> he's got a little bit of a point there that Luke could be out there helping people. Right. But like, still, I don't think the rest of them are ready for that. Right. Like the, the, like there's a reason why jedi masters took like one padawan on at a time right it's so they could actually pour that attention and like teach them practically as they're going out and like doing these missions and stuff like that like it's you are like obi-wan right and anakin were doing a lot more were much more active in learning about the force and learning about what's going on in the galaxy while they were padawans than being like we're at Apraxium. I'm Luke. Don't call me Mr. Skywalker. That's my father. Um, <laughs> I'm not just getting high with Luke in the hot tub in the middle of the night. <laughs> like, well, no, high skinny dipping in the hot tub. Yeah. Don't forget that part. That's an important part of it. It's so inappropriate. <laughs> so inappropriate. Somebody should report him. Yeah. Luke says that that isn't the Jedi way. And that they have to go about things different. Kip says that they're betraying the force with their cowardice. Uh, He gets up, leaving the hall, saying that he doesn't think that there's anything else to learn from Skywalker. And (laughs) Kip is so mad and stomping down the hall. Why did he ever look up to Luke? What did Han see in him as a friend? He has to get out of there. His, this his conviction stronger than Luke's to go out and do something about the Empire and Dala. He goes and he gets the bag that his cape that has his cape from Han in it. Two little mice run out and Kip force lightnings them. Yikes! Jesus Christ, my guy! Inappropriate response. Hope. <laughs> uh, tearing off his Jedi robe, he throws the starlight cloak around him and decides that he needs to leave to think, to be strong. Luke awakens to R2's alarm. As he runs down the hall to the hangar bay, Mara joins him as if she already knows what's going on. Kip is stealing her ship. Luke tries to reach out with the force to call him back, but he just flies away. Luke loses another one of his students forever. And Mara loses her fucking ship. That's her ship. (laughs) Now she's stuck there. Oh god, yeah, now they're all stuck there. Now she's stuck there with Cornhorn and Luke Skywalker. <laughs> and no internet. And door skatey one. <laughs> and she can't even look at porn. Well, at least Kip Duron's gone. God. Whew. I know this isn't gonna matter, but Danny, you good? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they are. They're really, not good. But like, I want we'll them ne- to be here for chapter 25. <laughs> we'll never know because they're muted. <laughs> well, uh, Bergen fucking sucks. In case you didn't already know. He's addressing about 300 stormtroopers on Carida who have been selected for the most important mission, mission of assaulting Anoth and stealing away Anakin Skywalker. He explains that the Force-sensitive child is the son of Minister of State Organa Solo and also the grandchild of Darth Vader. If he could be trained properly, he could be a a successor to the Emperor. Good fucking luck. Trained by whom? 
XR sensei. I don't know. They currently don't have Anna? an emperor or a Sith Lord at all. No. Like anyone to teach him how to run an empire at all. Like there's, no. there's nobody. Nobody. Fergan plans on going on this assault himself, but will wait until they've killed everybody and he can safely be the one who kidnaps the baby. <laughs> he also announces that they'll be using the brand new MTATs Mountain Terrain Armored Transport. Also known as the MTAT. MTAT. <laughs> no. This is this is why the at at doesn't hold up. <laughs> it does hold up. I I I maintain that it holds up. <laughs> uh after his speech he goes back to his secure quarters he's mad at the imperial warlords like gabor for fighting amongst themselves rather than banding together as the empire he's extremely disappointed that thron's defeat and that the failure of the emperor reborn which really just seems like maybe the empire isn't meant to exist anymore if it keeps failing i don't know it's like fate maybe Stop bailing, stop bailing them out. There's no such thing as too big to fail. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) On one hand, he's glad that Dala is actually destroying rebels, but he also hates that she hasn't gotten in contact with Corita and is basically acting as a vigilante. He looks up her records when he learns that she trained at Carta and sees that she's always had disciplinary issues. And there's no note about how she became an admiral. The last thing was that she transferred to Moff Tarkin. Hmm. The squabbles between the Imperial Navy and the Imperial Army meant that Fergan has been stuck on Carita with the best weapons and best troops, but ultimately can't do shit because he doesn't have any ships. Ah, shame. You really need to be on the Navy's good side when you're fighting in space. So true, Bestie. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. I don't think Ferkin's on anyone's good side. <laughs> He's such a little bitch. I can't imagine anyone being like, yeah, we'll we'll be friendly with you because he's not friendly to anybody. No. The oh, okay. So he's so he's so excited to kidnap a baby, have Mon Mothma die, and then have all the Imperials listen to him because he's the real loyal one. I have a baby, so that means I'm the most important now. I kidnapped a baby, so he's force sensitive, and we have no idea how to train him. Also, <laughs> he's be the next emperor. Also, I'm sending three hundred troops. <laughs> i know he doesn't know that there are only two people on this little piece of planet but there are two people and one is a baby (laughs) winter is amazing but like there are limits that's some overkill yeah that's all right (laughs) chapter 25 i really just wanted to read this whole chapter as a dramatic reading but that's a little too much but Oh, this chapter really hits Rogue Padre where it lives. <clears throat> oh, poor Danny. <laughs> I really want Danny to come back. This is so tragic. This is... Should we do this chapter? We might do this chapter episode? next time. Yeah. I feel so bad that Danny's not here for this. Yeah, maybe we should. Let's yeah. do this yeah. chapter on the next we gotta, episode. We, we yeah. gotta wait for Danny for this we one. Can, this is really can... important. Yeah. 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 yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Because this yeah. is so important. Yeah. Great. Well, so. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Danny just sent us a coded message. <laughs> yep. Unfortunately, all of us are bad at uh, codes. I am. We're the four stupid ones on the left. So I don't know. <laughs> Looks like there might be a smiley face in there. I think, I think I think that's a I think they tried to write in the chat and that's a Zoom error message. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah, it does say error. Yeah. Oh <laughs> to send a message. And Zoom went, no. <laughs> no, you can't even chat. <laughs> oh tr- truly that's tragic. <laughs> truly tragic. Okay. Well, we uh, will have a special special six chapters next time. Yeah. Speaking of special chapters, should we do listener responses? Last week we asked, well, we didn't 
ask so much as demanded, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Prompt. Our, our listener quote question unquote last week was Willamanders discuss. Uh, Odie said, how much wool could a Willamander mander if a Willamander could mander wool? Excellent question. Great question. I forgot <laughs> that these look like orangutans and not like salamanders. Oh, I was totally picturing a salamander. I was absolutely I was okay, Danny, absolutely picking a salamander. Danny did the math and it's 37 manders. For the woolamander? For the for Odie's question. Oh. That's a lot of manders. That's a lot of manders. But they did the math, so I trust them. Yeah, I don't trust myself with the math, but um I agree great looking up Willamander. Yeah, I don't like them. I don't. No, <laughs> that's not what I wanted. I wanted them don't to do be it. salamanders, but like, they are in my nope, head. They're woolly salamanders. Continue. We've yeah. decided that's canon now. We've decided. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Danny is now gloating about the fact that they're the smart one in the chat. <laughs> well, can we eject. Can we just eject them? No. <laughs> Jay said. Willamander, the starting form of the evolutionary line that leads into Willamelon. Willamelon. Oh, Willa, <laughs> right. Yes, this is Pokemon, not fruit. Yeah. And then <laughs> finally, Willazard. Now I'm thinking about a Willamelon and it's vile. That's a kiwi. That is vile. It's, ju- it's just the it's egg from the kiwi. Mandalorian. Yeah. But it's got. <laughs> okay, but no, what it's if it's a melon looks- instead of an egg? Oh no, but what if it looks like a melon on the outside and then you open it up and it's full of wool? <laughs> you made it worse. Congratulations. <laughs> That's what I do. That's what I'm best at. Make it I do think I do think a woolly Chazad would be very cute. I think it'd be cute too. <laughs> Brooke said, based on the three distinct portions of the word woolamander, woola, man, and der, a woolamander must be a hybrid woolly mammoth plus human plus salamander. A beast with the tail and regenerative properties of a salamander, the head and body of a woolly mammoth, and the opposable thumbs and existential despair. (laughs) I beautiful. If if I was an animal that was part human and part other things, I would be so furious that I got the human existential despair. Like, great, I got opposable thumbs, but I'm anxious about them the whole time. I don't. Danny just put in the chat. Did somebody say despair? <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's the vibes. Piggly sure Wiggly. did. Despair at the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> Piggly Wiggly Despair. That's my new emo band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> despair at the Piggly Wiggly. Hang on. I'm, I have to tweet that from the book. <laughs> <laughs> Danny said that's a summary of their senior year. <laughs> I really, I'm in awe of this answer, honestly. That's that's a great answer, Brooke. I am so, like, I was very skeptical involving humans, but I think that this is okay. It paid off. The punchline paid off. Mm -hmm. Oh, Danny was a Piggly Wiggly cashier. I'm sorry. What? (laughs) What? Is that an American thing? Yeah, no, Piggly Wiggly was no like Piggly little Piggly convenience was stores. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh my god, that's a real thing! <laughs> yeah! yeah. It's, like a, it's a Midwest thing. Yeah, they're little convenience stores. Yeah. Oh, I see. I just go, I thought you were just saying no. Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> I mean, I was, but also... This is, this is one of those cases where if I had said it, you would have easily assumed this was a New Zealand thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. It's so rude. We're I talking love when this we get to play Piggly what Wiggly. is staff saying, and then also the reverse. <laughs> what the fuck are the Americans saying? What are the Americans saying? I love so much that we're talking this much about Piggly Wiggly, and the one person on this podcast who is a cashier at Piggly, Piggly Wiggly can't say a fucking word about it. I feel like the Star Wars question for next week, like that Ash usually does, is just going to be like, "Hey, Danny, tell us everything you couldn't yeah. say last week." <laughs> Annie, give me your thoughts on crab evolution. <laughs> they will have lots of them, I'm sure. So oh, many. So many <laughs> Is that another error back <laughs> We got another error. <laughs> okay, next one. Next one. Uh, 
Yubsy said, after willamanders shed their skins, their wool can be collected and spun into yarn. However, since the fibers are fairly short, it actually ends up being a real pain in the ass to spin and ends up rather coarse. We won't discuss how much research I did for this. I appreciate Yubsy. that you did research for this. Thank you so much. Love it. Oh, I want I'm... a willamander sweater. Okay, but now- Wait, I'm no, picturing... I don't because it's coarse. No, now I'm picturing Rough and an, orang- an orangutan shedding its skin and I am so upset. <laughs> it's not an orangutan, we've no, decided. I'm just imagining, I'm just ima- like, I had a pet lizard growing up and they shed their skin and then yeah. eat it. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's just, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I had a leopard gecko and he would shed his skin and then immediately eat it. <laughs> Waste not what not. That's what you say, right? Yeah. <laughs> get them, gotta get them minerals. Yeah. Uh give me one second for Dylan's response because I have to add some images into oh, oh, yeah. the, the doc for us to react to. You want me to talk about my pet lizards? <laughs> yeah, please. Talk oh, I, about I love lizards. lizards yeah. His name was Shojin. And he was a leopard gecko and he was very cool. And then my cat brutally murdered him. <laughs> no! Is your cat in prison? Hey, Ash, Ash, I also had a cat brutally murder a pit. No! Oh, no! <laughs> Same brain. Oh, no! This is and then that pit so continued dark. to haunt my cat from that point onwards. That cat, act- that cat actually died very shortly after it murdered the lizards. <laughs> That's <laughs> called karma. That oh, is weird. karma, yeah. Danny is saying in the chat that they also murdered a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Does we just ever? get six error messages. Danny would never. <laughs> Not here to defend themselves. Uh, <laughs> oh, I hate this. I hate oh, this. I hate Dylan said. <laughs> Clearly the ideal reply for an audio format. Please enjoy describing these <laughs> Willamander images from the wildlife of Star Wars, a field guide. Why? Okay. okay. They're not. There's a potato. Anything okay. like salamanders. No. <laughs> yeah, that they're, is one easily describable thing is they're not anything they like are salamanders. They're blue monkeys. Like a yeah. Blue, white, like and yellow monkeys. Blue, white, blue, and yellow monkeys. They got and big, weird ears, kind of like an elephant. Their arms so are... So their tails long. have like a little like feathery bit on them oh they do yeah they have like a they have like a Look, top at the end of their tail yeah it's like a little kite um yeah and they're why are they called specific. woolamanders <laughs> because star wars is shit at anything like three if times say, as long as their upper arms and it's fucked up if you say woolamander i'm gonna think woolly salamander yeah no, it's a woolly salamander fuck, whatever the fuck this thing is the one yeah, on this the thing left. is wrong the one on the far left is currently seeing something very shocking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that expression is, he's not happy about that. No. Whatever it is. It's probably Kip. Like, <laughs> he's like, holy shit. What is that kid this doing? Why is he, he can going- see the ghost. He can see Exacrune's ghost. Yeah, he's like, why is he going into the Obsidian Temple? That's a bad place. That's, hey. that's a bad idea. Hey! There are- <laughs> Their arms are too long. They're too long. Their arms are way too long. There's no the way those guys work functionally. The proportion is wrong. I don't like yeah. their arms. All right, it next doesn't, That doesn't work. Ugh. Oh, there's another image? Oh, God, there's another image. Oh, yeah. Jesus. There's three. Oh. oh, they have three top-like things on their tail. Yeah. Oh, they do. They got weird fluffy bits. <laughs> These are fully monkeys. <laughs> these are just, these are just blue monkeys. monkeys. They're blue monkeys with little weird fluffy bits on their tails. I'm so. And also, curious. they're they're running. The Woolamanders escape by leaping. Is the fun fact we get on that page? Apparently, they escape little rat possums with. Do you, do you think those are runyips? <laughs> with tails with tails that look like their aquatic hands. You know. Yeah. They, they look like fins. flipper tails. Yeah. Yeah. Are they these, they yeah. got flipper tails. Are those runyips? Get in the comments. Those might be Ron Yips, yeah. And one more image for us to react to. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. A young yeah. woolamander clings to its mother's okay. belly as she travels. So the way that this image is presented, listeners, <laughs> yeah. the baby isn't the baby is in color, but the mother is just in like black and white sketch. And so when I first saw it, I was like, 
are they showing us the gestation of wood? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it does look kind of like because it's yeah. in perfect position to yeah. be like inside of her womb. Yeah, <laughs> that woman is about to pop down, out, and it's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. What if I they just have the baby's this. tail at the front? I love this because I assume the reason the mother is in black and white is that they use it as like a disguise for the young, as protection <laughs> for the child. <laughs> Like it, you wouldn't it be able, also to, just looks wouldn't like, be able you know, to see like it, the baby if they were both in color. You know, like sure, in an yeah. anime where somebody's like really shocked or scared or disgusted and yes. they turn black and white. That's kind of what it looks like to me. <laughs> this mother is horrified, horrified by horrified. this baby. She's had a day. She's had a, <laughs> day. a day. Like the kid's clutching her ticklish spot. This is horrible yeah. for everybody. Fucking lightsaber fights in the woods. Like, get out of here. <laughs> I thought we were done with this. <laughs> Oh God! This is not canon. No. Oh, I'd like it to be. I think. (laughs) (laughs) Traitor. (laughs) And not a glistener response, but Dylan also said, also relevant to your discussion about the probe droid and why it has legs, and if they stored its brain in the legs, octopi do indeed have brains in their legs. Don't the dudes like disconnect one of their legs or something? They make themselves stupider. <laughs> okay, but a very important <laughs> quote from Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. Men are the best when they're a little stupid. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that's true. They, they become himbos on purpose. Yeah. yeah. They know and that makes it more appealing to my to-watch to, to anime list. <laughs> Uh, and my work here is done my work here is done watch anime um definitely a glistening glistening bodhi to dylan for the thorough research and source imagery um Uh, i'm giving one to brooke because the opposable thumbs and existential despair of a human is so funny (laughs) i'm gonna give i'm gonna give mine to jay because pokemon and i'm let's go into yubsy for the fact that uh she did research as well. Yeah. Sorry, Odie. <laughs> Sorry, Odie. <laughs> I mean, we, can, we can just say we can say Danny gives you theirs because <laughs> it made them sound smart. That's true. That's fair. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Set them up. There we go. There Set we them go. up. You made Danny do math. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you get Danny's. You made any of today. any of us on this pod. If you make any of us on this podcast do math outside of Dungeons and Dragons, you already you win. <laughs> <laughs> My current alarm clock makes me do math to turn it off. That means you've got to turn it off. Yeah, it means I got to turn it off. It also means I have to wake up enough to be able to do math. <laughs> That's one way to get you out of bed, I guess. It it kind of works, but not enough. So I think I have to change it to the alarm clock because it gives you, it's like a multi-choice question and like it's somewhat obvious which one's the right one. So I think I might have to change it to the one where you have to type in the answer. Mm, um, Because you can't actually wake up properly. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what I have to do. And I'm going to hate myself so fucking much. Well, I'm proud of you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And this week we are asking you the question we all answered earlier. What two Star Wars characters do you want to see hug? Hmm. Give us your wholesome and horrifying uh, replies, please. <laughs> Mostly wholesome. <Yeah>. Mostly horrifying. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Mostly whole. There are two horrifying. types of people. Horsome? No, it doesn't work either way. Horsome. <laughs> Give us your horsome answers. Horsome is, is, a, is, a, is a very different vibe. <laughs> I don't love that. Danny twitched the photo. <laughs> what photo? <laughs> Oh, the women. <laughs> what is under tw- I... the cashier photo? I am losing it tonight. We gotta wrap this up. All right, all right, all right, all right. What happens when Danny's up? a camp? It just goes downhill every time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> all right, Glissons, you can hit us up. <laughs> You can us up on Twitter at Rogue Podron uh, to answer this week's listener question. Our website is roguepodron.com. Our email is roguepodron at gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> Danny, 
uh, just said, true, true, despair, train has left the station, which is where we're going. Um, oh, if you want to join the true, true, despair train, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash <laughs> Um <laughs> And uh, listen to us on your favorite podcatcher. Leave us reviews, please. Um, we love reviews. We they help us. Them. They they make people listen to us. Because <laughs> if they see we've got five stars, they're like, oh, it must be a good Star Wars podcast. I'm going <laughs> to listen to it. <laughs> they have to listen to us talking about crabs, <laughs> cannibals. <laughs> but not cannibal crabs yet. No. Um <laughs> yet oh, wait, very, I remembered. Very, very important to say yet another there. very important point i would like to point out is that after our episode last week we did in fact see on twitter a woolly crab so that does give precedent for a woolly salamander i would like to say um don't know how but it does uh so please leave us a review about isn't it like woolly does the cra- doesn't the crab just like pick the fur around it to make it shell? it doesn't like actually like grow fur- never mind we can't get in this it conversation we're fur, about to end but- the podcast Steph <laughs> <laughs> and i will discuss this later <laughs> take it offline <laughs> no i mean next time <laughs> Staff, if you want to talk about stuff you don't post on Maine. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> Next time on Rogue Padron, the Jedi Academy trilogy book two, Dark Apprentice chapters 25 through 30. And with that, this is Rogue Padron signing the fuck off. Cash <laughs> out. You know what? You see the thing about, not, about things not tweeted on Maine? I did talk about that while we were recording earlier so unfortunately <laughs> they may end up on this episode anyway Thank you.